Radio 92.7 WFNZ. Mac and Bone with you, 9 o'clockers. Welcome aboard. We talked a ton of Panthers today. College hoops last night. Wake with a huge win. State loses another close one. They lose so many close damn games. And, uh... I don't know. We started discussing Knockwurst, uh, the Charlotte Hornets, uh, starting their season back up on Thursday night. And now reality TV, as everybody is bombarding the text line with reality shows they think the Bone Man snubbed on his top five. And no one has got a reaction out of the Bone Man except Willie P. Bone right now is furious with Willie P. He wanted to put some respect on the originators of reality TV, that being the real world and Big Brother which I had one and three on the list. So I'm trying to explain to him. I put real world number one and explained that they started this whole thing. He said the like, bachelor, he's very upset. He says the bachelor is robbed. It's a garbage list. He's very upset that American idol got snubbed. You know what though? If I was, I didn't even think about the singing shows to be honest in this format. I will I will say this though. A singing show did get snubbed. Oh, here we go. And it's not American Idol. Oh. Because the voice blows American Idol out of the water. Oh! oh original you know original American Idol? Not even close. You Come went on. right up voice. into Willie's singing show Idol Kitchen. Especially when Christina Aguilera was involved in it. But if you, if you weren't entertained by Blake Shelton for... 20 seasons? I, I never watched The Voice, but I hear a lot of people talk about it. Did you I, watch American Idol? Uh, early Idol was great. When Carrie Simon, Underwood? When Simon Cowell was a complete jerk yes. for our amusement. Uh, do you count, oh, that was do good. you count singing shows as reality? Yeah, by I, this put, I think on it's there. in like a different, it, I think it's in a separate. I'd probably thing. put it on there. But anyway, um, uh, Willie P, stand down, my friend. We had one question. We just wanted to know about Knockwurst. And here you are, knocking Bones list. All right, serious. That's not what we were looking for. Mac and Bone list. Uh, with you. All right, let's talk. Let's let's start sports in it again, y'all. Let's work our way back to the lovely world of sports. We'll talk about the college football playoff being formalized. Uh, that's coming up at 925. But right now, let's talk to Adam Gold, 99 the fan in uh, 999, I'm trying to say, the fan 99, baby. in Raleigh. And now, of course, WFNZ. Weeknights, you can hear them tonight, 7 to 9, right here on WFNZ. Adam Gold joins us every Wednesday. Adam, what's going on, brother? How you doing? I'm doing great. Did uh, did the Rock of Love make the list? Oh, oh that was a good show. Oh, that's it. You know what? That's Rock of Love and Flavor of Love. Oh my God! Oh Flavor my of God, love. dude! Flavor of Love. Isn't that the one where the woman went doo doo on the floor? Yes. Oh my I God! What about what about Shot of Love with Tequila Tequila? Oh, I got oh, into that man. one too. Oh, oh man. I got into all those shows. We should just write the Shot of Love shows <laughs> or the love, those love shows. Oh, Rock of Love was good. Oh man, that's a call right there. See, there we go. Remember, Thank we you. had the Surreal Life back then too, where Vern Troyer was was peeing in the corner while Ron Jeremy what tried was to get surreal? him out of there. So it was like the celebrity celebrities. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Did I just hear Ron Jeremy? Yeah, Ron Jeremy was Ron on that Jeremy show. And Vern Troyer, I Minnie, that. Minnie Me, we're buddies in the yeah, house. Yeah, I watched that show, too. All right, we got to start sports in it, man. <laughs> we gotta, we're going way, way down a reality rabbit hole. Um, uh, Adam Gold, let's talk about uh, the hoops last night. Do you think NC State fans should be mad at the referees for no call at the end of that game, or do you think there's enough things to just be mad at your own team about losing another close game? What do you think? B. B. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't be mad at the officials for not for not calling that. They didn't call the foul on uh, on Judah Mintz drive earlier in you know like what a, a minute and a half earlier. Be mad at DJ Burns for not being. Uh, athletic enough to commit a foul 
and, and just grabbing the guy's arm. Yes, that was a terrible uh, play. And, I mean, that was there were so many things to be mad about. Be mad about being down 15 at the half. I mean, State, they fought back. Be proud of the effort, but why did you need that much to get back against Syracuse of all teams. Yeah, at home too, man. And you're right. I, about both things. Their defense in the first half, Kevin Keats said it was all in the scouting report that Bell's a shooter. You got to mark him. And he hit, they let him hit eight threes. And then DJ Burns, like, I get it, man. You On defense, I get it. Your feet ain't going to move. He's going to get to the basket. But don't do an intentional foul and compound it. Let him have the layup. Instead, they made yeah. him a five-point possession. Just let it go. Yeah. Let it go. And I didn't understand. What was Kevin Keats thinking about? Why are we making a big deal? It was so obvious what happened. Like, we didn't need to review that. Blatant. We didn't need to spend two yeah. minutes at the monitor doing that. Yeah, that was blatant. Adam, we were talking earlier in the show, and there's actually a poll up on the WFNZ um, X, X feed, Twitter feed. I don't know what we <laughs> call it anymore. What, Easy. What, <laughs> what, back to uh, Rock of Love. Uh, what fan base in your world? does the most complaining about referees of the triangle teams? Oh, is, are we really are we really asking that question? Yes. Is the answer obvious? Oh, okay. Ooh. <laughs> State. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I'm not saying they're not ro- they're, that they're uh, that they're not right sometimes, but holy cow. But everybody does it. I mean, so I mean, I even hear Carolina fans complaining that they never get a call. And as somebody who went to Maryland back in the day, I'm like, you're kidding, right? This is a joke. You never get a call. Got it. I know. I will say this, because State is leading the poll. 42%, 30% Carolina, 28% Duke. I will say this, though. State clearly gets the least amount of calls of the three, though, don't they? In fairness to them? I mean, I don't, I, I don't even know how to answer that question. It's I, I really don't think anybody gets screwed more than anybody else. I, I That's me, right? I, I don't play the referee game. Uh, I know a fair amount of referees. Like, I think they try to – I don't think they care. I really don't. Except, you know, maybe every once in a while when – you know, somebody takes a charge that they shouldn't be awarding, and they award it anyway because referees love awarding charges. That kind of favors Duke historically. Yeah. But I really don't think anybody gets a uh, gets a break. But, man, I hear it more from state fans than I hear from other fans. Adam, it feels like right now, despite some losses recently, uh, we kind of have an idea of who North Carolina is. We kind of know what the issues might be or what makes them tick. With Duke, they've won 15 of 17, and as we sit here, I'm still trying to figure out, even as a fan, what direction they're headed in. It could go either way to me. It could be a early March exit. They could go on a run. What What do you make of Duke right now? They're winning a lot of games, but in the right. meantime, they're not overly dominant in those games. What, what are we thinking right now with this team? Here's what's funny. Not that long ago, Duke had won 11 of 12, and me – who should be understanding that they have won 11 of 12, I kept asking the question, what's wrong with Duke? And I'm like, wait a second, they've won 11 of 12. Yeah. Uh, the the standard that they have set is not about, you know, making the tournament, being a Sweet 16 team, but I kind of feel like they are entirely draw-dependent. 
I think if they come up across a team that is physical, they're going to get beat. But if it's a game that where there's an, going to be an offensive flow to it, I like Duke's chances. Uh, they don't have great physicality. They need Kyle Filipowski to be the version of him from about three weeks ago, not the version we have seen over the last three weeks, although I would say the last game, maybe the last two, were encouraging from that standpoint. They need Mark Mitchell to be healthy. Uh, they need Tyrese Proctor to be healthy and playing well. Uh, but I think they are entirely draw-dependent more than any team that Agreed. you would put in the top, say, uh, 10, 12 in the country. All right, Agreed. Gold, I got a text to my phone here from a friend of mine that's a state fan, all right? And he is not happy with you right now. And oh, I just want to read this, all right? I want to oh, get this out there, and you can respond. Right. Uh, Mike, but, diehard state fan says, I cannot believe with a straight face, Gold said that State gets the same amount of calls as the Blues do. There that it is. is an outrage. He says, how has this man survived in Raleigh for two decades without State fans doing damage to him? So there you go. I survived I survived by pissing everybody off. <laughs> An equal opportunity anger. <laughs> I respect I'm not that. surprised. I am not surprised that a state fan would have found a problem with my comment. <laughs> I mean I and thought it was okay. gonna I didn't know it was going to come to my personal phone. I was waiting for the text line on the laptop, yeah. but I, I knew it was coming. <laughs> Matt, can other listeners text your personal phone? Why don't you give out that cell phone number there? <laughs> no, this is kind of like where like soccer dads text when they have oh, an issue yeah. with what someone yeah. says on the show. Yeah. <laughs> Adam, yeah. the, uh, the NHL trade deadline, it's later than uh, a lot of the professional sports deadlines. We're still a couple weeks away, Friday, March 8th. When you look at the Canes and, and the deadline, what, what do you think they do there? What do they need to add? What's the uh, what's the Canes approach here in a couple of weeks? I, I know Hurricane fans might not like to hear this, but I don't think they'll do much of anything. I think they'll uh, maybe they'll add around the margins uh, a depth forward, maybe a depth defenseman, um, maybe another goalie. But this Spencer Martin character is uh, who we spoke to yesterday. It was a great conversation. Uh, who has played well in all three starts. I think Carolina is going to try to figure out a way uh, to keep him uh, within their uh, organization uh, if and when Frederick Anderson comes back. Uh, the problem is you can't expand. It's like, not like baseball when you get to September where the rosters yeah. expand. Uh, and so you get 23 on your active roster. And right now, Carolina's carrying 23. So any trades they make would have to be a player going out, or is there a player who could go on injured reserve? And honestly, they don't have anybody like that right now. So anybody that comes in takes up a roster spot. And so I don't think they're, I really don't think they're going to do much, if anything, uh, when we, you know, at the trade deadline, unless, and we've got three weeks to go. Uh, actually, maybe less, but um, uh, unless somebody gets hurt. And they've got plenty of cap room. They probably have $7 million worth of deadline cap space. So uh, they can add just about anybody, you know, short of adding, like, Wayne Gretzky, who uh, probably wouldn't be good now anyway. Hold on, Adam. Before this, <laughs> gets, sure? before this gets out of hand, Mac, Wayne Gretzky no longer plays in hockey. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. Oh, yeah, 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 I, I, know, I had I that one. That was going to be a follow-up question. I got that got weird here. I had that down, Pat. Thank you. I had that down, Pat. Uh, a couple more texts on Adam Gold agreeing with the poll oh, that state fans complain the most out of State, Carolina, and Duke. Uh, this texter says, where's Jillio when you need him? Bounce gold and get a real man on oh, here. Oh, no. All right, so there's oh, that. Wow. What a deep cut. What is that? That's hilarious. That's some good Raleigh radio and media knowledge there. This texter, this texter says, if any state fan, your buddy or not, Mac, thinks Adam Gold will be intimidated into changing his opinion, you are a fool. This dude has dealt with these idiots for two decades. Us? <laughs> no, no, state fan. I would okay. never call them idiots. I know that. Let's just say this: that is someone defending it. <laughs> Oh dear God! All right. Well, this was fun. This was definitely fun. This segment. Um, there's there's some hurt feelings, but I've enjoyed myself. Adam, do you know that there was a day? Uh, actually, there was a show when we were in the middays uh, 15 years ago. When I I forget what was going on exactly. Uh, Jamie Lucky called off the air to explain himself. Wow. Yeah, Jamie Lucky was listening and called in and said, "Let me tell you what I did in that game." So yeah, that's how much referee talk we've done over the years. When referees are driving around, it's I need to explain myself off the air. Even the refs are tuning in; they know someone's talking about him here in this state. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Can we just say we all? That everybody whines about the. It might have been the game where, um, Hansborough got hit by accident by Gerald Henderson. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! That, that to me, that was a Billy Packer problem. Like you, you couldn't look at that. And and not think that it was absolutely intentional and that it was, I mean, it was obvious what it was. Billy, the, B, Packer, who was a legend and great at his job, just was in denial at the, as, you know, as to what that really was. It wasn't what? his finest on-air moment, the way he talked about that. And it wasn't Coach K's no. finest moment, the way he talked no. about it afterwards either. I agree. Yeah. I couldn't believe Hansborough would hit his face on, Hans, on Henderson's elbow on purpose. <laughs> kind of the way this guy's talking about it right now, uh, I feel like. Well, actually, what, I think what K said, maybe he shouldn't have been in the game. Yeah. Yeah, that was his uh, comment when his player, when his player does that. That was terrible. Jamie from Lucky, a legendary yeah. Jamie Lucky about to call back in again. Yeah, Jamie's gonna call in. Open up those phone lines for the ref hotline here. <laughs> Let's see if Teddy V wants to call in while he's doing his charge sign dance right now. <laughs> oh God! All right, all right, Adam. We appreciate it. Listen to this man tonight. <laughs> Regardless of who you root for, listen to this man. His show is great. Seven to nine weeknights now on WFNZ. All right, brother, be good. Peace, fellas. All right, there you go. Adam right. Gold, ladies and gents. This segment was sponsored by Auto Shop of the Carolinas. Get a $60 rebate card with the purchase of four BF Goodrich Terrain Family of Tires with free rotation for the life of those tires at carolinashybrid.com. We come back. The new college football playoff format is set. What do we think? The good, the bad, and for the love of God, we will not mention Notre Dame's role in any of this, or Matt will freak out again like he did earlier. Sports Radio, 92.7 WFNZ. Notre Dame special, and they need to be involved. Sports Radio, 92.7 WFNZ. We got to talk some college football now. I know the college basketball, who complains the most about calls on Tobacco Road thing, has really been fiery. Fans are getting feisty. Adam Gold got himself involved in it. There's a poll out there. 
at WFNZ. Yeah, get in there and respond. We'll give you the updated uh, final standings at the end. Uh, There is a school running away with this, by the way, so go find out. (laughs) I wonder who that could be, giving the Flounders so excited. Uh, This texter, why are now they're coming after me? Last uh, segment, they were mad at Adam Gold. This texter says, Mac is such a rabble rouser. Yep. The man is such an instigator. He tries to pit all Mm. us fans against each other, claims he likes all of it, and just thoroughly enjoys all the dysfunction. Did he lie right yeah, there? No, I, I think he's lying. <laughs> I know you said before you've done you used to do this in elementary school or middle school too. Were you like the guy that would rabble rouse? When we would play in the schoolyard, I would sometimes if I noticed guys are mad at each other, I would try to get them more mad at each other. What? (laughs) Matt, credit to you. I was uh, very amused by that. Interesting thing. I have a background. I did not realize this until James from Maiden brought it up on a serious note. I did not know that Nigel Pack is out for Miami tonight against Duke. That's big for Duke. He'll be man. back Ooh. later on in the week, but he's not per Laranega, he's out tonight. So uh the, the Miami's not great, but I was a little concerned that Duke doesn't always play great down there. They got weight coming up, but the pack is out. That that'll make me feel a little better about that. That's a big break for Duke. And how about the fact I didn't realize this till you told me during the break. Charlotte has won what, eleven of twelve. Yep. Memphis has dropped five of the last six, and as our guy Mark Adams from ESPN said yesterday, um, uh, this is culture versus dysfunction, with Charlotte being a good culture under Aaron Furr and and Penny's team being dysfunction, but yet it's in Memphis, in fairness, but Memphis is a a five-and-a-half-point favorite. Yeah, credit to Hunter Bailey, covers Charlotte 49ers and the NBA for that tweet there. Uh, Yeah, interesting, five-and-a-half-point dogs on there. Interesting spot tonight for Charlotte. I could see this going either way, but... Certainly a, a game we're going to monitor a lot and, and cover tomorrow. Charlotte, they got it. They're the better team. They got to get this one. But Memphis has athletes. It they is, have talent, even is, if they're dysfunctional. It, it is Memphis just utterly desperate? You yeah, know, that's another yeah. thing. We're, All right, let's talk college football. Kinda like, no, never mind. I wasn't going to. Listen, come Watch on, your man. Mouth. I wasn't going to back behind you. you that ain't right. You see that bad guy move? What? I didn't say anything. He turned around you out. looking flounder. Matt that called, is messed up, Matt man. called flounder out. Oh, my God. I just God. said utterly desperate. Now you're instigating. You, you, now you're pulling my no, own you, tricks. You peeked your head over the fence. <laughs> flounder, I got your back. That wasn't right. <laughs> All right I hate so you both. Flounder mentioned this in an update earlier that I interrupted to go back to talking about Knockworth. Oh, of course time, he did. Because Fat Mac was very intrigued. But let's talk about it now. The college football playoff format is official, but it's only a two-year deal. So there's a lot of ways to kind of discuss this, and I know y'all love college football, so I would love for you to fire in on the text line your opinions on the format. Is there something you would rather have different uh, when the the playoff's up in two years, the the current deal? Do you want something changed? 704-5709-610 to text in. It's five auto bids, the the five highest-ranked, Conference champs will get in. Most years you would expect it to be, you know, the quote-unquote power four right now, and then one group of five. doesn't have to be that way. You know, if somehow two two group of fives are higher than, like, the ACC or something like that, Probably or the Big the, 12 champ. Why did it have to be the ACC? I threw Big 12 into oh, okay, well, right, okay. Recently, the American would probably be the fifth one, right? Tulane's had some – Typically, Sunbelt. Yeah, Sunbelt's Sun come but close. Then we had the Boise State type has a type run. They have, you know, one of those teams out west. Yeah, or something. yeah, but at least one of them's guaranteed in. I love that. But then the other seven of the 12 are just the highest ranked at largest. Now, the way things will work out, the top four seeds are just conference champs. So if, you know, it doesn't matter what the rankings are, it's the four high, well, it does. It's the four highest ranked conference champs, which gives the ACC a great chance to have, if not every year, many years, to have your conference champ 
get a buy. So the first four seeds get a buy. Then five through eight seeds play at home. So the five seed would be the you know next ranked conference champ, and then you would go from there. Um, and they would get home games against the way you described it was the best way. It's kind of like the tur- the NCAA tournament matches, yeah, like right? five, twelve, six, eleven, seven, ten. There you and, and eight, so nine. Yeah. yeah, those would be the games. Bone, I love this. I think this is great. I, I know some people are going to probably text in and say, "Here's what I already want to tweak in two years," and that's fine. I'm not saying it's perfect. But I really don't have many problems at all with this. I like the representation. I like the conference champs being rewarded. I do think going to 12 is a good number. Some people are already bringing up 16. Uh, can we play 12? Can we, we've tripled our playoff teams. Can we play 12 first before you try to go to 16? Let's see how this goes. What man. do you think? I really like this a lot, man. I do. Here's what's scary to me about it is I also like it. That's it. That's my only concern. You and I like it. So when we like something in college sports, though, somewhere along the way, something will go awry where we go, okay, this, this may have to be adjusted. I can see Mac fans not liking it. I don't. The setup is is nice here. The, there's no cap on how many teams of that seven at-larges. There's no cap on how many can come from one conference. So I could see backlash if we have a situation where – you know, we go four Big Ten, and there's so many options now from the Big Ten and the SEC. They have so many teams. If we go like four SEC, three Big Ten, and one additional team, where fans say, "Why are they getting four? That could be what makes fans I, angry. But I, to me, this is this is, and there may be debates that we like with that. I don't know, but I don't. This seems like we're headed in the right direction here for the for the postseason. Yeah, I don't think you can avoid that. I don't think you can expand a playoff without having to deal with a ton of SEC and Big Twelve. Not at this point. There's too I many. Just, they have like 40 teams combined here, and I point. don't think the growing is done. Right. I, I, I'm I, I'm so worried of them pillaging the ACC too while they're at it. Um, but I, like, I just don't think there's any way. To avoid that, somebody this has said, a March Madness type feel to it. We've always wanted that. It's kind of not quite that, but it feels like that's what we're going to get here. With I love the games at home sites. I like the fact that five. I like one through four getting buys, and I like the fact that conference champs get buys. If you're an SEC or a Big Ten fan, maybe you don't like the. Maybe you just want the top four ranked teams to get buys. But as someone that would like to see the ACC get a chance at buys, to see the love spread around a little bit. I like that format. The home playoff games for five through eight, I think, is really cool, too. That's one element the playoff has been lacking. Lacking. Lacking is the conference or the the home atmospheres that I'm trying to spit out. So I think you introduce that as well. Um, I love that aspect of it. I think that's freaking cool. I really do. And here's how it's going to work, right? So the first round is going to be played on December 20th and 21st. They'll move on to the quarters. On December 31st, New Year's Eve, which will be the Fiesta Bowl. So they're going to have one Fiesta Bowl quarter on that night. And then the next day, January 1st, it's going to be the Peach, the Rose, and the Sugar, the, the other three quarterfinals. Then the Orange Bowl will be the semis, and that's going to be January 9th. So you're still going to have uh, the big, the bowl tie ins there, but it's going to be in the playoff format. Yeah. I, 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 me, I, I, that's that's a that's a that's a hell of a time, isn't it? Right now, all these all these important games. This texter says this will not produce a different champion. The champion still comes from the same group. Well, I got to be honest. I've thought the last couple of years things have, have 
I thought we got some new blood in there. Michigan just Washington, won it all. Washington, Texas. Michigan won it all for the first time here in the playoff era. So I get it. There was an era where it was what? Bama, Clemson. And then you'd have like Ohio State and Oklahoma, that, and that, you know, then Georgia started to get in there. But I feel like it's been opened up a little more here the last couple of years. But the whole point, I, and I don't know what you think about this argument, Floud, is same teams are still going to win. I don't think they're necessarily doing this to get a different champion. I think they're doing this to get maybe some actual close you know, playoff games right? because there for a while it didn't seem like we had any. And also just to include more teams, right? To give more teams a feeling of you're in the postseason, you're included in this rather than just like for someone that's complaining about the same teams. Well, aren't you tired of now this year was different, but a lot of years, the same teams being in the playoffs. Like, I think they're trying to change that, right? Well, that, yes, they are. And they're trying to have more teams value the regular season because apparently we've heard bowl season doesn't matter anymore, right? Like these are the same people that complain that bowl season doesn't matter. Well, this, th this makes more games matter. Yes. More it's, games it's matter great. down the stretch of the season. Yep. Um, the other thing that I don't really understand is if the argument is that it's not going to change who the champion is, then why do why don't we just go back to the BCS way? Why don't we just pit the top two teams against each other and play it? Yeah, or stay with the top four. Like this like, is an opportunity for it to happen, and you're going to look pretty damn stupid when the number six overall team one of these years wins the title. What are you going to say then? So well, they would have won it anyways. Come on, so get the hell you, out of here. What do you think, Bone? Do you think a team outside the top four? will win the title in like the first five years. Like, or if they use this format for five straight years. Cer certainly possible. At least it gives it a little more of a question. I yeah. mean, second best team, the way it's going to be seated. No matter though. what the format is, we're probably going to get to similar teams along the way. But at least what this does along the way is this. Think about local schools here. Charlotte in the American. App in the Sun Belt. ECU in the American. If they ever get back to a level they were once at. Think about what that does for those teams if they win their conferences, Mag. If they win the American, if they win the Sun Belt, and they're ranked high enough. App State's had some runs before where they're in the mix for that group of five games. Charlotte's going to try to get there. At least if they go win their conference and they're ranked high, they have a shot to be a part of this thing. So there's more inclusion at the back end of this thing. It may lead at the front end to similar teams, but we're also going to get more games. We're going to get more teams included at the back end. And someone says he doesn't want to see blowouts. Well, that, that could be said. You're seeing blowouts you're already in the semi. Blowouts anyway. already. And that could be said for March Madness, too, with some of these matchups. And you're seeing blowouts in these bowl games. Like, are you dying to see that? Yeah. Like, that's the alternative is that these teams just go to bowl games. So you'd rather see teams not fully. Like, you want teams fully stocked in the postseason. You're going to have just, more teams that have their meaningful games. Just, and more teams play meaningful games in the month of November, too, because yes. more teams have a chance of squeezing in rather than just the top maybe like nine schools are playing meaningful I games. I just read right? you the schedule from December 20th to the semifinals on January 9th. That's a meaningful football all the way through. Yeah. There's all games all the time. Right now, we we watch our teams that we like and play in games that don't matter, and there's still some of those that are going to happen. But think about how many of the New Year's Six Bowl games, Mac, we watch that don't matter. Now think about how many big games for about – Three weeks or more, four weeks, we're going to get that. Yeah. Every conference Absolutely. title game is incredibly important. Because yeah. you're getting a top four seed and a bye if you win conference title. Now, I still do think, going back to Flounder's point about, like, number six could win it or whatever, like, think about teams that don't win the Big Ten or the SEC, the second best team. 
Like, say Michigan wins the Big Ten, Ohio State could be like, you know, one of those teams playing a home game, right? Not getting a bye. I could easily see the second best SEC or Big Ten team go from like a six seed to winning it. Georgia could have you know won I mean? the title this yeah. year. Yeah. yeah. So Georgia, yeah. Well, Georgia where was would Georgia a, have been seeded, they right? They were a six seed technically last so year. So I do think that's definitely possible. This texter says, I like it as, an, as a fan of uh, North Carolina State. Maybe uh, maybe we get in this year by winning the ACC and get a top four C, which would be awesome. Or maybe the second best team in the ACC gets in. Okay, slow your roll. <laughs> yeah, the ACC is going to have to be better, though, than it was last year. They couldn't even get the one team in unbeaten. Right, we have a you know WFN, to a four. WFNZ fan duel text from Florida State Phil. He says, so are we invited or not to this whole thing? Oh, uh-oh. <laughs> Top 12, you would have got in there, Philly. Mm. You would have got yourself in, and you would have got a home game, baby. Uh, <laughs> you would have been rocking and rolling. Flounder, I'm going to give you the honor here. Uh, you can make this your feed or whatever. I don't care what you do with it. Will you explain the Notre Dame angle here? Because I tried to bring it up in hour number one, and I just got completely blasted by Max anger towards Notre Dame. But all I wanted to mention was how Notre Dame – plays into the the seedings here yeah so they can since they are not in a conference they cannot be a top four seed now this shouldn't shock anybody because this was the way that it was supposed to be with the six plus six format as well but uh apparently there are people that are complaining about this and mac seems to take issue with this one, because he hates Notre Dame, and two, because he thinks that Notre Dame will not be faced with this scenario all that much where they will need to complain. And and, and another thing, first of all, Notre Dame approved it, right? Their AD yeah. is, yes. is part, uh, he's there with the conference commissioners when they approve this. He has a say, because they're almighty and they're all powerful. There you go. Because they're Notre there Dame and we're better than you. But anyway, the other thing, too, is if they win 10 games, they don't have to play a conference championship game, so they don't have to risk a loss. Right to a high caliber opponent like all the other teams do. That's another thing in their favor. If they get to ten wins, who's keeping them out of a twelve team playoff? I would think just about every year they'd be in. And here's the other thing too. I would say because I and the only reason I got mad, I didn't mean to get mad at you, Bone. Although I did yell you, at you. you I said me, you. You called me Notre Dame Bone for no. All I did was I, mention how I, they factor in here. What did I say? I you called said, me Golden Bone or Golden something. Bone enables them. Yeah. Is what I screamed also, out by the way, at the, the top name, of my lungs. The name Golden Bone. Let's not Google that on your work computers. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not sure that's clean on the internet. Um, but here's another thing, too. And here's the bottom line. Um, uh, as I go stone cold here. Stone cold do bottom liners at The Rock? Who does bottom line? That's the bottom line. Cause stone, the, yeah. oh, stone cold. Okay, I got that right, actually. But here's the bottom line. If you choose to not go in a conference for financial reasons, and that's what's important to you, sorry, you ain't getting a top four seed. It's that simple. You choose to be the one holdout that's too good for a conference because of the financial ramifications. And I'm sorry, let's not cry for your asses when you can't get a top four seed. We have an NC State fan, Mac, worried about the playoffs. That they won't be treated they won't be treated right by the referees in a twelve team playoff. <laughs> is that a serious text? Yeah. Oh, dear. Yeah. Or is that like a spoof because of the topic today? Well, Jonathan says State won't get enough calls if they get into the playoffs. <laughs> oh, this State team's going to be so good this year, Wolfpack fans. They are a legit threat to win the ACC and to get a top four national seat and a bye. Like, it's legit possibility, man. Oh, oh, I can't wait think? till they win nine games. Saul <laughs> Wiss from 24-7 on the top ten returning wideouts to college football next year, Mac. They left your guy, Concepcion, off the list. Really? Yeah, he was the first Dude, one. Dude, that dude's electric, he man. He was the first one that said that he almost got in but did not. 
about that? A little bulletin board material there for your guy. That's a, uh, yeah, put it on there. Put it on there, Coach Dorn. Put it on the board. When we come back, it's the wrap-up. We get you set for hoops tonight, including Duke in action, Charlotte at Memphis, and we've got a very, very odd piece of audio, man-on-the-street audio, of a couple and their hall pass answers. Don't miss it. Sports Radio, 92.7 WFNZ. Radio 92.7 WFNZ Mac and Bone with you coming down the home stretch. College hoops tonight. Niners at Memphis. Duke at Miami. Looking forward to that. Uh, UNC has the midweek bye. They'll be back in action at Virginia on uh, Sunday or Saturday at four. Uh, Virginia is currently in a stretch where they are scoring like the 2023 Carolina Panthers. <laughs> come on, heels. I know you struggle in that place, but come on, heels. Can't lose that damn game. By the way, what is the um, final results? Hornets back tomorrow, by the way. We get to see the new look Hornets. Uh, and I guess today we'll find out injury report what yep. the status of LaMelo is. We'll also find tomorrow. out if Sam Farber had uh, the worst today. That's right. I'm just calling it the worst. Knock worst. Is that what it's called? Yes. Knock. Yes. Like knock, 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 knock. Yeah, knock worst. Apparently, Willie P. is uh, very fluent in speaking knockwards. Okay, of course he is, but he's too worried about complaining about your reality show rankings, though, to do so. Um, Flounder, what are the results of the poll? Uh, most, put it up, WFNZ on Twitter. I retweeted it, Bone retweeted it. The Which fans of, uh, Car- of Carolina, Duke, and State complain the most about the referees in hoops? Okay. Okay. Hey, Macker, who do you think won this in a landslide? I was following it, so I have a feeling it's state, unless there was some big rally. Uh, no, it was state. <laughs> 267 votes, 43% of those votes go in favor of NC State. Carolina second with 30%, and oh. Duke in third place oh. at 27%. There you Just go. as I suspected. There you go. And I think I would put Duke in third because I don't think there's as many Duke fans. As there are fans of the other two teams, especially Carolina. Let's let's be honest too. Usually, usually when Duke's involved in ref talk, they're on the opposite side of it. That's true. They're I'm the, trying to defend why they got a call. Yes, that's it. <laughs> Although last and last year, that's the thing too. Is last year wasn't that way though. Sometimes the fans complain, and I'm right there with y'all, standing up for y'all. Remember, like, they got physically bludgeoned by te- now. It was Tennessee's strategy in the tournament. They beat the hell out of Duke last year, physically just. I mean, Phil Pasky was basically bleeding in that. I mean, they they what went about after those regular season calls. Duke got screwed in a couple regular season games. Virginia at the rim, where yeah. they had to say it was the wrong call, and Virginia. So they Tech. should have complained. Virginia about Tech, that. where Phil Pasky got hit in the jugular. All right, um, uh, let's see here. Uh, let's go to. We got the audio of the uh, the man in the street, right? Let's go to this. This okay. is a fascinating um, thing that is floating around online. Barstool's now picked up on it. So there's a website called The Desirable Truth. And they do a lot of man and man and woman on the street interviews. And what you're going to hear is a couple being asked here questions about hall passes. And by the end of this, you will either want to ridicule this poor man or want to laugh at this poor man. (laughs) Listen to this. And there's athletes involved in this, too, in the hall pass situation. This is a very interesting video. So check this out. How old are you? 26. 22. How long you been together? Two years. If she gave you a guilt-free pass to sleep with anybody, would you take it? No, sir. You you only you might get one pass, but at the end of the day, 
You want one wife, and this is the life I want. So no. Okay. About that. That's adorable. Now what about you? If he gave you one. If he gave me a guilt treat pass, I would take guilt it. Guilt treat. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. Sorry. Uh -oh. That was crazy. Who would you take it with? Um, Lindy Waters the third. <laughs> Don't even know who that is. That's our problem. <laughs> yep. Who is a G League player? Yep. Right? Who else? Um, Barry Sanders. I'm in love with him. Now, what do you think those men have over your men? Uh, they're professional athletes. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> hey, black or white? One is Native American and one's black. But do you think that any of those guys would go for you? Uh, Junior would. How about Barry Sanders crazy. Jr.? <laughs> <laughs> hey, at the end of the day, it's whatever. <laughs> whatever. At the end of the day, I don't care. <laughs> this poor that guy. So, I, I think he does. Uh, first I of all, bad for this poor guy, man. To tie this together, Lindy Waters, G League player for the Thunder, went to Oklahoma State. Barry Sanders Jr. started at Stanford, went to Oklahoma State. This, they, the, the beginning of Lindy Waters was the end of Barry <laughs> Sanders Jr. Tie her age together. You know, there's some connections there, Oklahoma State. Very specific, especially the way, Mac, she worded how what she called Barry Sanders Jr. Jr. would. I'm starting to think she, Jr. already has. Wendy Waters the third. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> well, that's the, that's the thing here. Wendy Waters so, the third. She said it like she might not know him well. Wendy Waters, you don't, you're not going to call him the third if you're close with them. But Barry Sanders but Jr. It still is a random answer. But June, she like, called him Jr., though. She knows him, though. It, it, Lindy Waters the third, a G League guy? That's what you're using your pass for? Like, these are the oddest answers. And my guy just professed that she's the one he wants to marry and he needs no pass. Oh, and then she does God. that to a, him? Was this professing holy, or confessing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> holy crap. Um, uh, that This guy says, not even for the good Barry Sanders. <laughs> It's true. I could see Senior, you know what I mean? She was into older men or something. And the look on the guy's face, his reaction, it's devastating. <laughs> dude, it really is. This texter says, oh, yeah, she's definitely getting it on with that dude. I guess she means Barry Sanders Jr. Um, this texter says, it is cringeworthy. I put myself in the position of this poor guy, and it hurts to listen to. Oh, watch it. It gets even worse watching it and seeing the guy. He's like uncomfortable smiling and laughing through this. That would be like, Max, someone locally saying uh, MJ Walker of the Greensboro Swarm. You'd be like, wait a minute. That's a Florida State player. But like, what's going on here? Dude? Oh, man. This dude says if my wife picked a G League player for her pass, um, I don't know if I would say go ahead or if I would literally end the relationship right there. No, here's what Mac would do. Mac would say if you're going to do that. Can you go up a level? Yeah, can you go to the? Can you go to a guy that's like getting ten a game here? Aim a little higher than that. I mean, Lindy Waters, the Hornets traded for half of the uh, of the guys that couldn't get in Lindy, at Oklahoma City, and they didn't even trade for this Lindy guy. Lindy Waters sounds like a financial institution. <laughs> <laughs> like I'd read that ad for Wendy Waters for all your financial needs. This dude says we breaking up essentially after that answer, uh, immediately after that answer. This uh, oh, a woman is chiming in. A woman says, um, my guess is she's already used it all pass with, bo <laughs> with both of them. Huh. I 
that was random. That was interesting. Good internet content. I'm telling you, man, social media and the internet ain't all bad. Uh, it guess, ain't all bad. There's gems out there. I'm guessing this will resurface with interviewing her or him at some point. Barstool's got to get to the bottom of this. You know how they always follow up and find these like infamous you yeah, know, people yeah. involved in viral situations? They got to work on this. Either that or Flounder and Fitty work on this, you know? <laughs> Finney yeah. start doing some producing. All right. We got to get uh, – Finney can contact her and say he's Finney Waters the third, and see if he gets anywhere. Oh, All yeah. right. We got to get out of here. What? Good work out of Flounder. Good work out of the Bone Man. We'll talk to you all tomorrow. We'll talk about the new look Hornets being back in action. We'll talk about Duke playing tonight, Charlotte playing tonight, and you know we are on wide receiver watch Brian Burns, Tag Watch, all of that stuff on the Mac and Bone Show. Jeff Rickard, Colin Hogger coming up next. We can't be a top four seed. Whatever sport you're watching, racing, golf, watching your Hornets, your audience is... Fa- oh, I'm not supposed to read that part out there. Mac and Bone Show time. As you, you get, bah, 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 boo. They snap from the top all the way to the bottom, Mac, and, uh, they, and, they, and they're snazzy. Knock the vest. <laughs> I love gold.